0: hey y'all oh my gosh i can't believe we're on session 17 so this is the session before monica and i's last session and i know i probably say this every time but holy crap i'm excited for you to dive into this one i think that it is going to be a really really beautiful permission giving which i say all the time too um experience and it's so cool to see monica getting these results but also to see that she's still a human that has challenges and that still is working through them. And I really think that looking at that and being able to see that in someone else gives us so much permission to be able to still create awesome results and still work through what comes up for us while we do it. So let's dive into session 17. Hi, hi, how you doing? Good, how are you? Good, I'm so happy to talk to you
1: yeah I'm excited
0: give me an update what's been going on um so challenge is
1: done it went great I have I I had one discovery call this morning and then I have one other one that the we've been touching base and she is on holidays right now but she wants to talk about the one-on-one coaching when she gets back next week so I'm just super excited like discovery calls are coming in and this is something totally new that hasn't really happened before. So it's super exciting for me.
0: Oh my God. That's amazing. Yeah. It's so cool to see how the persistence really pays off, right? It's like the first challenge I sell in intensive, then I get some clients in between Then The next challenge I get two sales calls, like it's just so cool to see how it gets better each time because you've let it right.
1: Yeah, totally. And I mean, the, the cool thing about it, too, is that, like, I you know, I've been doing the challenge, the messaging calls, the intensives, and, like, talking about all that. And then in the mix, I just started talking about one-on-one coaching, but still not promoting it as much as, like, the messaging and everything else. And it's just nice to see everything's just evolving with the time and with, you know, mm-hmm. the patience of it. So it's, it's super nice.
0: It's so true. I mean, obviously, like... <laughs> you know, patience and persistence has been like a huge theme of this, right? And you you know that I always talk about that too. And I think you just solidified it, which is like, I just like so freaking proud of you, like how you've like Mm. really stopped feeling like there's like some other thing that you don't know or aren't ready for. And you're like, oh, I'm just continuing to do the thing and it gets better and better and people reach out more and more, right? (laughs) Yeah.
1: And it I mean, after, okay. So the homework from last time you made me, um, do the letter to myself. Yeah. Holy man. I think I had to break that up into like two separate days. It was, <laughs> it was just like, I had no idea the stuff that like, you know, it, cause time goes by and I mean, yeah. I, six months of mindset work with you and like everything, but like to really stop and look and think about where you are and, and all those little milestones and steps that like felt like the end of the world and felt like you're stuck in them for so long. Like, it's just, it was amazing to look back and be like, wow, like that's like where I am right now is incredible.
0: Totally. Like, because it hasn't even been six months. Right. I think maybe it's been Mm -hmm. five even. Um, I think, well, are we on like our 15th session, 16th, something like that. Right. And I think that, um, it's so cool to, like, if I had said to you in session one, so listen, at the end of this, you're going to have mm-hmm. clients, you're going to be making sales, you're going to have discovery calls coming in, you're going to be doing a challenge a month, your community is going to be growing, you're going to feel happier every day, you're going to feel settled, you would have been like, yo, okay.
1: <laughs> uh,
0: <Sure>. Totally. <laughs> <Sure>. and <laughs> Right?
1: Yeah. And it's funny, because I mean, you come into like a business and you want to clients you want the money you want to do the work but it's almost like the other stuff so the mindset the confidence the calmness the happiness which is like a day-to-day thing now that used to you know it was kind of rare at the beginning of this
0: said, yeah
1: <laughs> like it's just you can't put money on that and it's just it's ugh, I just yeah thank you so much it's just amazing to feel like this and now have the results just showing up
0: So I think in my first solo episode ever, I talked about patience and persistence, and it is just so cool to see that still playing out in session 17, and that Monica is getting discovery calls. Like, it is so beautiful that she felt like she had that, you know, kind of week where she was noticing old patterns and like why are we talking about this stuff again and what's going on here and because she stayed patient and persistent through that even, she's getting the results and getting the discovery calls and it truly is the thing. Being able to stay persistent even in the face of the stuff that's coming up for us and giving ourselves that patience to know that what we want is coming if we stay consistent is so important and this is the perfect example of it. Monica is at that place that she's wanted to be where the discovery calls are coming in, the clients are coming in, and it's really so beautiful to see that that has all paid off. And so one more time for the people in the back, patience and persistence is everything, y'all. And if you have that in your business, you will get to that point where you're seeing the results, you're seeing the sales calls come in and everything is changing. So I wanna like underscore something there that, I would love for you to just like say a little bit more about just to like solidify okay. for yourself, which is like you know how again it feels like the the money and the clients was such an important thing. And now that those are coming in, like obviously that feels good, but it's so mm-hmm. ironic how it feels so much less important. Can you say a little bit more about that for yourself and how you're processing it?
1: Yeah, like just just being stuck where I was for what felt like so long and, and knowing my mindset needed work, but not knowing to the extent of like how unhappy and like all of that I was. And it kind of just felt like money and clients in a new business would solve the problem. Mm -hmm. But that was, that never would have been the case because if those things came easy there was still so much like back end stuff that needed work. And it was, you know, the consistency of dealing with it every day where it feels better. Like I'm still doing my mindset work every day, but it just, I mean, to have kind of the full circle, like it's hard for me to explain how good that is because it, you don't look at that. You don't see all those other missing pieces. Um, Cause it's so easy just to want the money and the clients and to do the work without, you know, thinking that, you know, the happiness will come. And it's kind of like, you got to get happy first.
0: Mm-hmm. And then when it comes, you're like, oh, hi. Yeah. <laughs> cool. <laughs> yeah, there Literally, you are. Thank like God. My entire life's happiness rests on this call. Let's see what happens, <laughs> right?
1: Yeah, totally.
0: I'm teasing. But like, I bet for you, for me, for anyone that's hearing this, like that has felt true at some points, right? Mm-hmm where it feels like, oh, no, no, no. But like my happiness is on the other side of this call. Yeah. And it
1: felt like that, like even, even starting and even getting the calls and getting all like the not yets and having the people not show up on calls. Like it, it did, it felt like that, but it was like behind that, I was still doing the mindset work every day and still, you know, showing up tomorrow with the same strategy and putting it into place. So it was like, at some point, your mentality shifts and you kind of don't even catch on until it's just not a big deal. And and then it all comes together. Like it's, it's amazing.
0: So cool. And so cool that you've like allowed yourself to go through this because I think the most exciting thing in all of this is you get to pass this on to your clients now too, you know, yeah, you're going to be like, Oh no, no, no. Like I've been there, done that. Like I I, I know it seems like it works the opposite way, but, but trust me, this is how it works. Let me support you. Right. Mm Yeah, totally. And because you felt those feelings and and have been through that, like that's the thing that's going to make you an incredible coach and support for your people. It, if you would have gotten successful in two point two seconds, like you would have really missed the magic of being able to give them this, you know.
1: Yeah, totally. Like, just yeah, just seeing the work that goes into the mindset work and being able to catch those things. Even when I'm talking to people, like my last intensive client. Um, you know, the discovery call today, it's just, it's being able to like recognize those mindset things and not, you know, cause it can, something can be said so quickly and you can just kind of pass it over. So it is, it's, yeah, I'm definitely, I'm more aware of certain things and, you know, how people say things and, and stuff like that, that it it is, it's incredible.
0: So good. Well, I think that's so true. Like if you're not doing your own work, it's really hard to be present to other people's limiting beliefs and thoughts, Mm -hmm. when you're doing your own work, you can see them like a fucking mile away, right? Yeah,
1: totally. (laughs) So,
0: so tell me about, um, what else came up in the letter for you? Like, what else is there that we like want to look at or unpack there?
1: Um, like (laughs) just (laughs) like, I should go pull it out. It'll take me an hour to read it. Um, just like just going through so much and just, it felt so painful. And like now to look back, I'm getting emotional now to look back, like to be grateful for all of that. It just, like I would have never seen this, you know, a couple months ago, a year ago, like to think that those, those situations I was going through and how I was feeling that I would be grateful for it. Mm -hmm. Like it just,
0: It's just crazy. There's this quote that I really love that you're reminding me of so much right now, um, which is, everything makes me more. Yeah. Right? So it's like there's nothing I can go through that doesn't make me more or better or uh, more of who I am or more successful or any of those things, right? Like the everything makes me more mentality um, is totally what you just described in our embodying, which is like all of that made me more and so I can be so grateful for it. When I felt like at the time it was was not helping, it was me staying stuck, it was this, it was that, it was like all these problematic things, right? Yeah. When you're like, oh no, that's the exact thing that made me more. Yeah. It's like everything changes in that moment, right? Yeah, totally. Because, and I, I think this is, maybe the gift you can give yourself here because then the takeaway is like I can't get it wrong because everything will continue to make me more oh yeah I love that so like if whatever I do a challenge three months from now that doesn't go as planned Mm -hmm. I'm not going to be like mother f right I'm going to be like cool this will make me more just like all the other hard stuff did right yeah A quote I just love is everything makes you more. It makes you so much more brave in the future and that is what we are seeing with Monica is that everything that has happened to her has put her where she is and has made her more and will make her an exceptional coach for clients that are going through similar things. And not only that, but it will make her more brave in the future because she knows she can't fuck it up because it actually contributed to her success, it didn't take away from it. That has been such a gift that I have given myself is to realize that every single thing I have done in my life has only and ever contributed to my success. It hasn't taken away from it. doesn't mean it wasn't hard. It doesn't mean it wasn't difficult. It doesn't mean that some of those lessons were not hard fought, right? But ultimately... All of them have made me more, which is what makes me and allows me to be more brave in my business decisions moving forward. Even in deciding to do this podcast, I knew that no matter what the outcome was or what it looked like, that it would make me more. And that perspective has shifted everything for me and has allowed me to be innovative in the ways I am and to take risks and chances that generally pay off because I know it will only and ever serve. And that's like really exciting because when you know you can't screw it up, sky's the limit, right? Yeah, we spend so much of our business uh, playing it safe or, or playing to the idea that we could screw it up. So how do we make sure not to do that? You know? <laughs> yeah. And so, not only did you give your gift. Give yourself the gift of forgiving and accepting and being grateful for all that past stuff. You also gave yourself the gift of being able to move forward with like just so much more ease, right? Yeah. Because it's all gonna make you more.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: So good. Was there anything specific that came up that you kind of want to dive into, or does it feel like that was sort of it? Like you just did a lot of like self-forgiveness there.
1: Yeah, a lot. And like in all in all, like so many different areas of my life. So of course, there was, you know, closing the business mm-hmm. and wanting to do that and sitting on that for so long and kind of like throwing a lot of it away because, you know, it looked so good and everyone, no one understood why I wanted out. So it was kind of easier just to like kind of make it not look good. And then you know, not being able to sell it for what it was worth and having those sales fall through and waiting so long to actually commit to selling it where it was like, I didn't want to wait for a sale. And then there's like all the other things that aren't even business. Like me just, you know, not communicating and keeping everything inside and being such like a, you know, an introvert, but a closed off person and just realizing, you know, with this podcast and with all you know, the things that have came with it and just being more open that like, it's actually easy and it's actually okay. And it's, you know, nothing bad is going to happen. So it's just all these lessons in like different parts of my business that have helped with like, you know, relationships with friends and family business and, and everything. It's just, it's, it's affecting my whole life, and it's just been incredible.
0: Well, damn, now you're going to make me cry. <laughs> oh, that's so good. Well, and it's so funny, too, right? Because I'm sure that anybody listening to any pieces of this podcast is like, wait, did she say she was closed off? <laughs> did she say she like wasn't good at communicating? Like, I'm truly confused, right? Because you've shown up. <laughs> you know, so big and so opposite that. But I think what I just want to say there is like, I'm so proud of you for acknowledging how hard that was. Right. And not in the hard way of like, oh my God, poor me, it was so hard, but in the way of like, and I showed the fuck up anyway. And I did the hard mindset Mm -hmm. work and I stayed in it. Right.
1: Yeah. And not Thank to make you. it seem
0: like that should have been easy or simple, you know, but to really give yourself credit for like, this is why I feel the way I feel every day is because I was willing to do the thing that felt really, really, really hard, right? Yeah. And it turns out that thing is actually yeah, right. kind of easy <laughs> well, like once I'm in it and doing it, but at, that's how I think so many things are. It's like fundamentally they're easy, but, but getting there and doing it is really difficult sometimes. Right. So I just love that you gave yourself acknowledgement and credit for that, because I think that, um, that is something that you have <laughs> routinely fallen short on <laughs> is giving yourself acknowledgement <laughs> and credit. Right. And it's so yeah. cool that that, that, that helped you to do that for yourself and to be like, wait, like I I put in some work, like, did I get stuck at some <laughs> points? Sure. Does everyone? A hundred percent. But like what I didn't do was stop and that's the difference, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. You're right.
0: And again, to reinforce, this is what's going to make you a fantastic coach is that when someone else gets stuck, you're not going to freak out. You're going to be like, <laughs> yep, then they done that. Let's walk on through it. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. You're not gonna be like, oh my God, they're not getting results and everything is going to fall apart right? You're going to be like, yeah, yeah, yeah that's, so this is how this goes. And it's cool. And I can support you through it.
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah, no, you're totally right. And it's just, yeah, the mindset work is just such an important piece. And I mean, in the other coaching programs I'd been in, that wasn't part of it. And you can see why, like, you know, nothing is going to work or it's going to be sustainable because if you're building a business on a shit mindset, you can only get so far. And so Just to have that quality now and to, like, like you said, like be able to realize it and all of that, it's just such a powerful feeling to just feel so, you know, confident in that area.
0: Totally. And I think another really cool thing to see there that I want to share for you, just so you have it as a reflection, is you built your first business with a pretty rock solid mindset. Actually, every time we look back at that, you were kind of like, it's just going to work. I'm just showing up. It's just fine. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then certain things happen in life that change that. And then you have the power to unchange it. And I think like that has been like one of my biggest lessons is that my mindset can go up and down, but I always have the tools and power to change it. Mm -hmm. And it's always on me to do that. Meaning like, yes, outside circumstances can dictate that. But what ultimately dictates it is if I stop telling my brain what I want it to think, right? Yeah. And so what's so cool for you moving forward is that you never have to go through that hard time again where you think you can't change anything you want to change. Mm -hmm. Right? Because you realize, like, it's really all kind of between your ears, which is both fortunate and unfortunate. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But you, like to give yourself the gift of being like it never ever, ever has to be that hard again because I know something now that I didn't know then is like okay. really cool, and I hope that that just gives you like even more self trust and an even more like rock solid foundation that like, yeah, now you know how to make clients and get money, but more importantly than that, you know how to just feel good, no matter what, right?
1: yeah, you're so right it's yeah, amazing feeling it is an amazing feeling.
0: So there's like nothing to be scared of, you know? Yeah. Oh my gosh, I love this piece about being grateful for and forgiving the past. I think that has been such a theme throughout. This entire coaching series with Monica is that it has been really a challenge for her to find gratitude in and forgiveness of some of the past choices she's made or things that she's done. And she's been very, very hard on herself about a lot of it. So feeling that forgiveness and gratitude toward her past is just so transformational. And I love seeing that. And another thing here is that The beauty of it is that it never has to be that hard again because she has different tools, she has different experience, she has different knowledge and so she can forgive that and know that she won't repeat that pattern anymore. And that's something I want to underscore here for all of you is that that is one of the biggest values of coaching is giving you new tools, new perspective, new experiences so that you can be forgiving of the past and know that you'll never repeat it again. Right. That ability to create new tools for yourself and to create a new experience is one of the greatest gifts you can get from coaching. And it is so cool to see that happening for Monica here. Yay! Oh my gosh, so bad of you. Okay, so tell me what's been going on. Do you want to talk discovery calls, challenge ending? Give me give me uh, a little rundown of what's been going on and what I can support you with today.
1: Yeah, so we'll talk discovery calls. So this was so I've got I've got another one that's going to be booking for next week but this is the first time people have just been like hey can I like you know we've chatted a bit can I have a link to like talk to you about your coaching like it was like there was no messaging call there was no visibility intensive You're and like, so sure can. Sure
0: yeah, can.
1: Yeah, here, here we, we go,
0: go. <laughs>
1: yeah <laughs> yeah so I had one this morning it went really well um super excited I just know you know where this person's at and how I can help her and so she didn't book right away um she does have to talk to somebody and then she will get it she'll be getting back to me
0: yeah so I think what's interesting there is like your mentality is so different there like you're like she's a yes right (laughs) yeah yeah, and, and to be perfectly honest, like I would need to talk to someone too. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, do you know what I mean? Like I've never said yes on a call in my life. <laughs> okay. Actually, that's... maybe I have once. But okay. I think I had already spoke to my husband about it before I got on the call. Mm-hmm. Okay. But, but like, do you see what I mean? Like I think there's a big difference there. I think so often we worry about the particulars. Mm -hmm. And what I mean by particulars is, like, do I sign them on the call or something like that? And Mm -hmm. what matters most is, like, what's your feeling and takeaway? Because you can tell when someone's a fuck yes, and you can tell when they're not serious, right? Yeah. Yeah, the particulars start to matter a little bit, yeah, less in the sense of, like, some people will just say yes right away, and some people just won't. I think to a certain extent it's a personality thing, right? Yeah but, but you get a feeling now because you've been on enough calls to know, does that feel true? Yeah.
1: And I mean, I think with the last couple intensives or the clients, when I was talking with you in base camp, it's just funny. And you mentioned it where, you know, no one paid right away. No one signed up like that instant. It, it took a few <laughs> days, but it was funny where I was like, yeah got another one like you know she's getting her stuff together she'll pay in a few days and just to know that like it's coming and not be like oh my god you know like is she gonna back out or
0: oh, no, no, no that's not what you said what you said is and I'm already celebrating <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> got another one she's gonna take care of it in a couple of days and I'm already celebrating <laughs>
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> and that's what she took care of it in like less than a couple of days, right? Like it was like an it was like no thing.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And so I think like two things are true here. One is that you get better at knowing when there's like an actual objection and when mm-hmm. someone just like fundamentally like needs to talk to someone, right?
1: Yes. You're so you're right.
0: Yeah. And you get better at really trusting it too. So I think what happens before is you're so untrusting that it almost turns it into a no, please, or (laughs) please into a no, uh, instead of like a, of course. Right. Yeah. You're right. And now it's like, I, I assume that everyone's a yes, but ultimately I, I get the yes because I'm celebrating it, because it feels good, because I know how to read people, because I'm gonna speak to the objection. Right. Yeah. Does that feel true?
1: Yeah, it does. And I know you mentioned this a long time ago in one of our calls when we were talking about the objections and kind of you taking it as like the first experience to kind of coach them. And it was like the first time I had that experience, like actually like recognizing the real objection and like coaching them through it. I was like, oh, like. This is it, you know, like
0: <laughs> this is what that feels like, right?
1: <laughs> yeah. Cause you just know, like, instead of, you know, before like beating around the bush, not even knowing, like, you, like, you just kind of know. And, and I just, I just take that now as like my first opportunity to, like, you know, show them what I made of and, and coach and, and see where I can support them in that process. So, what that advice was really helpful.
0: Yeah, well, and so now when she says, like, I still have to go talk to somebody or whatever, you you feel like, okay, but we already worked through all your objections. You're a yes, it feels good. That's just like a a value of yours Mm -hmm. versus like, oh my God, does that mean she's a no? Does that mean she's gonna walk away? Does that like right? It just changes the game.
1: Yeah, a hundred percent.
0: I know personally I have had a call experience where I was on the buying end and I was married uh, at the time in had said I need to speak to my husband and the the person kind of sort of challenged me on that and was pretty much like aren't you a strong businesswoman on your own like why do you need to speak to your husband oh wow and the truth was I was a hell yes you know um but like I felt like she just had trampled all over my values <laughs> by saying that yeah And so actually in that moment on the call, I was like, wow, like, okay, I'm actually a no now. I don't even need to talk to my husband. Like that felt really bad. And it felt like my values were really challenged. And so like, I'm actually just a flat out no.
1: Wow. Good for you. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Um, Because it felt that bad. So my point is like, we want to not make the particular really Mm -hmm. important, i.e. like it has to be a yes on this call. We want to make the feeling really important. Like if she mm-hmm. would have dug any deeper for a second, she would have known that I was a hell yes. and And quite honestly, I think I had been pretty upfront about that. So like with this person in particular, mm-hmm. you can trust that feeling, right? You can trust that mm-hmm. it is a yes and that's just a value of hers that she has to get that go ahead, right? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So I loved this conversation on knowing when someone really needs a yes and not getting so caught up in the circumstances anymore. So when we're just, you know, getting our feet wet in sales, we're so often looking so particularly at the circumstances, i.e., her circumstances are this, so she'll probably say yes, or they're this, so she's probably a no or whatever. And what I have found to be true the longer and longer I'm in business is that you just can't predict. That kind of stuff, based on circumstances. Like, everyone has a different set of circumstances in which they say yes and in which they say no. And the more you try to distill it down to that and predict, the more frustrated you will be in sales. You could have someone that's on a call with you that is like, "I just simply don't have the money," and then tomorrow they're like, "Actually, I want to pay the full." <laughs> you just never know. And so. What I really loved about this was that it wasn't only just so much about not getting caught up in the circumstances, but just trusting yourself more deeply to feel that resonance, to feel that energy and to know when a yes is a yes. And I think Monica has learned to trust herself so much more deeply in sales and to really know when someone means yes and feel into that and let herself believe it. And that was just exemplified here so beautifully. And that is such a takeaway if you're listening so that you don't have to get so caught up in all of the circumstantial pieces. When you believe someone is a yes, and when you know someone is a yes, you can really lean into that self-trust. So, how close are you going to celebrate? Yeah, I will. I got (laughs) to figure out
1: what's what's next on the celebration list.
0: (laughs) It's complicated when you have so many things to celebrate, right?
1: (laughs) Yeah. And it's so funny looking back to that first sale when I was like, you know, like three months (laughs) later. So lazy. I got to tell you something. I got this money sitting
0: here. (laughs) We're not exactly pretending it's not there anymore, are we?
1: no we're not we're over that
0: so good okay so that one feels good the other one is booking but she's away but she's been reaching out to you yeah
1: yeah so she was just going away um it was while the challenge was on that we started talking about um her business I I I think she might have caught one of the days for sure I can't quite remember um, and so we kind of started chatting, but she was just leaving for vacation. And then she was like, definitely interested in the coaching again. So it was like, not someone I did the messaging or intensive with, but just wanting information about the coaching and wants to do that as soon as she gets back.
0: So a couple things come up for me there. One is... Mm-hmm. I think what's cool is that you're starting to see that the challenge is like a, um, or the event or whatever we want to say, like the conversion event that you're doing is a, um, oh my God, my words are escaping me at this moment. But basically like it gets people warmed up, but it's not like an all black or white, all or nothing thing. She's probably watched some of your stuff in the past, was already interested. It didn't have to be this thing at this time. She's barely even watched it and she's coming off the fence, right? Yeah. And so that's happening this time too. Like you're going to have people watch this time that don't buy, but that maybe like two times from now are going, "Hey, I'm just ready." Yeah. And what I want to sh- like say about that and what I want to like remind you to kind of take in is that that's when business starts to feel light. <laughs> yeah. Is because it doesn't feel like any one thing, any one piece of timing, any one particular. It feels like it all starts to work together. And like this thing led to this thing, led to this thing, led to this thing. And it all works out versus like, well, did this one thing net me a result? And if not, then what? Does that make sense?
1: It does. And actually there was a a day or maybe a, a few repeats in Happy Magic where you and Sarah say, you know, whether it's your live stream today, like for example, or a podcast mm-hmm. episode three months ago that the person heard, like it's still the same, like, you know, you don't stop doing one thing. And because she came to me from the podcast doesn't mean the live stream, you know, didn't get her there kind of thing.
0: Totally. Exactly. So I think that's just so cool for you to see that, like the totality of the work that you're putting in is starting to pay off in like new ways and different ways and unexpected ways. And like, even when you're promoting an intensive, you could be selling a long-term coaching spot and vice versa. Like it just all starts to work together. Right. Yes.
1: And you know what, now that you said that, I have a question.
0: Yeah. So we
1: have so I have um an intensive client that is done and we've been talking about the one on one coaching and it hasn't happened yet. I know she wants it. She hasn't bu- booked on the phone again to talk to me because I wanted to talk her through like her objections or you know where she's at because I know she really wanted it and this was the one where at the end of the intensive I didn't talk about Mm, the one-on-one coaching okay so she just like you know we've been checking in just earlier today um still trying to get finances in a row to do it and I've still been supporting her like in in questions and stuff she has but like how do I now be like, okay, let's just jump on the phone, you know, cause it like, you know, I've said it a few times, but it hasn't, the conversation just kind of keeps snowballing over into different areas. So now it's kind of mm-hmm. like, let's just talk, like, you know, do this.
0: Okay. So the first thing I'm going to say here, and just so you know, everybody learns this lesson the hard way. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> this is a terrible lead in, but, but I promise it's a good thing, which is like, you, you have to stop supporting her. Okay. Okay. Because at this point, and I'm I, I'm saying this because I can because I've been there, why the F would she want to buy? Mm-hmm. You're answering all of her questions and checking in with her faux free.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Right? So there's yeah. that. <laughs> so it's kind of like at, at a certain point if you don't cut off the container, they're not going to ever cut off the container, right? Like, in some ways, the dynamic is almost like, while I'm still saying my finances are getting together, I still get coaching for free. Mm, Yeah, I think that human is even doing that on purpose. I really don't. Right. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I just think it's like a tendency. Do you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, for sure. And I'm just so open to like, yeah, yeah, like answer the next question. So yeah, that makes sense.
0: And, and sometimes that's what gives the incentive to actually get the money together and step into it is because the support ended and I really want that support. Yeah. And it's not in like a trick or into it way. It's like in a, this is how your business works way.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, one thing I always say and remind myself, and, and I know you, so I know this will be really helpful for you. Mm-hmm. Is I always will say like if somebody's like you know had some like an intensive let's say and is kind of um, you know pushing I'll say something to the effect of like listen I would love to support you more I would love to work together but out of respect for my current clients and my commitment to them and their programs and their um, their exchange with me I really can't keep answering questions like this mm-hmm. if you want to continue to work together please let me know like otherwise you know i like wish you the best but mm-hmm. for me it feels like i like i can't let all these other people pay me and then be answering you for free like that is a mm-hmm. no for me like i can do it in a, a free call container that i've set up that mm-hmm. feels like an even exchange because i'm pitching on it but to ongoingly be your coach without getting paid mm-hmm. while i'm getting by other people really consistently, mm-hmm. I just am going to respect their, their value. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm.
0: And to be honest, it also makes it really hard to argue with that because everybody would want their coach to respect them in that way, right?
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: And again, it doesn't mean you can't ever be generous or ever flex your boundaries, but what it does mean is that you have specific containers for specific reasons, You have a free call where you help in this specific way. You have an intensive where you help in this specific way with this amount of support afterwards. And you have ongoing coaching where they pretty much get it all, right? Yeah. And so you just have to be really clear to keep those boundaries where they're at. Okay. And if you have to use that as an excuse, I mean, excuse is not even the right word there. But if you have to use that as context and information, that's totally fine. Mm -hmm. Does that feel true?
1: It does, yeah. It's a good way to put it.
0: Boundaries are so important in our business, and the longer and longer we're in business, the more important they get. So setting boundaries within your containers is such an important thing to do and is why Monica and I spent time talking about this. Because ultimately, the more boundaries you set, the more people can decide if they want to step in or out of that container. But if you keep flexing your boundaries, it makes it so hard for people to decide what they want. So if I keep flexing my boundaries and answering someone for free, the likelihood that they ever truly step into my paid container is so small, right? And so if you're someone who finds themselves really flexing your boundaries a lot or maybe not having any, and then finding it really difficult to move clients into your programs or to upsell them or whatever, This is probably the reason, because if the boundaries aren't clear, the containers aren't clear, and I'm not going to really step into it. And I mentioned this to Monica, but again, just want to underscore this. For me, it is also so about respecting your current client. So I don't flex my boundaries, not just for me, but because I have mad respects for the current clients who are paying me for my time, energy, and effort, and I'm gonna direct it toward them. So if you're someone who's like, oh, but it's so hard for me to set boundaries with people because I want to serve, that is such a great reframe, which is, but what I want the most is to serve and respect my current clients. And so if you need that reframe, I hope that's helpful. But ultimately, boundaries are the key to making you feel good about your business and to making people want to continue to buy from you and step into those containers in your business. So even the getting back on the phone thing, let's talk about that for a second. If I'm still messaging you and getting my questions answered a lot, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: I still don't really have that much incentive to get back on the phone, right?
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: So I think that what it's, my recommendation would be is to be really clear about that. Like, hey, you know, like we're past your time. I would love to continue to work with you. If you want to get on a phone call to talk about that and to move through it, I also want to do that. Otherwise, I have to respect my current client. Okay. Mm-hmm. Does that feel <laughs> stretchy? <laughs> okay.
1: Um, like it makes complete sense. It feels a bit stretchy because I've been – you know, I too have been the one that's been like more than comfortable, you know, continuing on. So it just feels bad being like, okay, but it makes sense. Like, I mean, it's, it's got to happen. And it's got to be done. Because like you said, I mean, she's never gonna want to pay for support when she's getting it. So yeah, it's just something I have to
0: do. Yeah. And I think a beautiful way to look at it is to um, realize that like, you have been generous, but being generous doesn't require you to be generous forever
1: (laughs) yeah
0: um like meaning just because you've been generous and been willing to answer the questions and whatever doesn't mean you're locked into having to do that forever either right yeah yeah so just because you set that stage, it doesn't mean that you can't change that, or it doesn't mean that you didn't over-deliver, but have decided that you're not going to over-deliver for the next six months, right? Yeah, you're right. So really don't, don't do that to yourself where you feel like, but I participated, so I can't set a boundary. Okay. Because I participated, I can set a boundary. <laughs> yeah. I can change my mind. And it's really not even changing your mind. I even don't think that's the way I mean to say it, right? Mm -hmm. The container has always been clear. Yeah. And that's the value of having clear containers, you know, like you knew like it was one week of support or whatever, right? Yeah. And how long's it been?
1: Two. (laughs) There you go. It's been two weeks.
0: So it's not like you've like gone crazy. You know, it's not like it's been like two months. Yeah. You you gave an extra week, you were supportive, and now reliably that has to end, as she would expect that it would. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: Um and and then here's what will probably happen. She'll either then agree to get on the call and talk it through, or she won't and she'll have a little time gap where she doesn't have the support and then we'll come back. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, it totally does. And it being really
0: okay does. with either is kind of the ticket there.
1: Okay. My first my first thought is like, oh, what, she was, you know, just making progress. I don't want to see her like drop off, but that's not my decision. So,
0: Yeah. I mean, listen, yeah. do I think that's frustrating, especially when you're someone who really cares? Of course it is, right? But mm-hmm. also sometimes mm-hmm. that's, as you have seen in your own letter to yourself and experience, sometimes we have to have those trips and falls. <laughs> To learn the lesson, to go to the next level. And so if she does trip and fall and then come back for support, like there's no harm in that either, really, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I think that sometimes as coaches, we feel like it's our responsibility to almost like take away the human experience. (laughs) Mm. Right. And she's going to have her own human experience no matter what. Yeah, that makes you just get to be there to support her through it, but it also gets to be within your boundaries and on your um on your own kind of like container and time frame too, right? Like it doesn't have to look like just endlessly supporting. It looks like you're running a business, but if she wants to come back, you will welcome her with open arms, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And sometimes people need that spaciousness, you know, of like going and doing it on their own and then seeing like, oh, (laughs) support really made all the difference. Let me do that. Yeah. So that's not a bad thing either. You know? I loved this conversation on how being generous doesn't mean you can't change your mind. So meaning you can over-deliver with a client, but that doesn't mean you are locked into over-delivery forever and ever, amen, or you can over-deliver with someone in your community when it feels really good, but it doesn't mean that you are locked into that forever. So for example, this is so funny, but right, like I can give to a charity, but it doesn't mean that I have to give to them forever and ever and can never stop. Right? (laughs) Ultimately, being generous doesn't mean you can't change your mind or that you can't decide that in one instance it feels good for you to be generous and in another it doesn't. But that's why boundaries are so important too. Because if you have your boundaries set and they're clear and specific, you can know when you're intentionally deciding to go outside of them and do something that feels really good versus when you just keep flexing them over and over again and you feel like you can't change your mind. So for example, in this case, Monica gave that client an extra week of support, but it doesn't mean that she has to give her now 60 ongoing. It means she can be like, "Beautiful. I know what my container is. It's one week. I stepped outside of it with intentionality and was generous, and and now we're setting the boundary." It is totally fair and reasonable to do that, and I hope this gives you permission to know that just because you've been generous, it doesn't mean that it has to be this ongoing thing. And it also doesn't mean that being generous only looks like overgiving. Sometimes being generous is setting the boundary and that's important to remember too. Does that yeah. all feel pretty good? Any questions coming up there? No, that feels cool. good. Okay. Any other client conversion stuff? What else do you want to dive into? Um, um, mm,
1: no, just, I guess, just besides the one that said she's going to book and getting back. So just waiting for her to book and then I'll just handle that when it happens. Um, now, I think what I was doing was just figuring out the next challenge. And so what I had done was put a little poll in my group with like four different areas that people might have wanted help with. And so a couple are tied. So I think I'm just going to go back and and kind of reach out to a few people that had um, voted and and see. So then once I get that, I'll start going ahead with the next challenge.
0: I'm going to give you a little bit of a hard time here, which is like you don't have to <laughs> seek that much validation, right? And and I'm not saying that in like not even a mindset we necessarily, like as in this like mm-hmm. awful seeking a validation, but validating the idea, meaning like w- people like them, they're tied, you pick, stop asking so much kind of. Does that make sense?
1: <laughs> totally. So I guess the reason why... So I Okay, so one of the ones that people, it's actually the one that people want to learn about is like, so the suggestion I said was like profit to passive income, um, how to save your profit, get a, getting it working for you towards a passive income stream. So that was the one that had the most votes. And I guess I was just like wanting to see like what kind of questions they have about that.
0: I love you. And so I'm going to give you a hard time.
1: Okay, I'm ready for it.
0: Doing, like, do you notice how we ha- keep having this conversation about stop asking for what they want and give them what you want to share on? Give them okay. what you think is important, right? When mm-hmm. you see yourself as just this vessel to answer questions, you're totally mm-hmm. missing the point. You're mm-hmm. totally missing being a thought leader and an expert, right? And don't get me wrong. It doesn't mean we never, like, ask our audience or survey them or give them a chance for input. But when we keep going that deep, like, well, what would you even want to know around that? What would you even want me to say around that? What would-? We lose that thing of, but I know. And because I know you, I know your pattern is, there must be something else I don't know. <laughs> so it's even playing out here. There must be some other question I don't know about. There must be something they want to learn about that I would need to find out, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so, again, market research has its usefulness, and I'm not trying to, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, like, eviscerate that. But at the same time, Mm -hmm. this is more your pattern playing out than the market research. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, it totally does. And just hearing you say that, it's like, well, I could, like, there's so much I could talk about. I could start this challenge tomorrow.
0: You just did a whole, like, presentation on this topic.
1: Yeah. Like, I could, I could do this challenge tomorrow. You
0: just have to give so. yourself enough permission to go, I am going to talk about what I believe is important here. And okay. also remember, they might not even be asking the right questions, right? Mm-hmm. Like, to use the mindset strategy and execution theme, because we've we've used that as an example a lot. Nobody was, like, asking themselves the question of, like, what is my missing piece in the mindset strategy and execution pie, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. So if I was, like, waiting for someone to ask that, I would have never gotten to teach it. Mm. Yeah. So so ultimately, they might not even be clear on what their questions are, or they might have bad questions. <laughs> bad love. But, yeah. like, do you know what I mean? I think that there's this way of like, no, here's the question I want you to ask. Here's how I want you to start thinking about it. In from a thought leadership perspective, here's the thing I know you need to know.
1: Okay.
0: Does that feel good, exciting, easier? Or does that feel like, oh,
1: that feels so good. And you know what? It's like, I feel with all this like growth and everything lately, there's still this piece of me. So like growing up in high school and all of that like I was really outspoken and couldn't give two shits what people thought thought about me and then like stepping into being like a young entrepreneur in a field of like older women I kind of felt like I had to play a different role and within the you know the last decade I've adopted this other personality where like I beat around the bush and I don't often speak what's on my mind a lot unless Mm -hmm. I'm like behind closed doors with people that like I know. And then it just like opens up the floodgate. So it was just a quick realization where it's like, I'm just beating around the bush right now. Like there's a lot I gotta say. I just gotta say it. So it, it was nice to hear you say that and just realize I was doing it.
0: I think that's such a cool thing to even know where that came from too and to know that like you're just such a different person that speaking your mind isn't a reckless thing now. It's like a really intentional thing, right? Yeah. And I think that, again, we've been having this as a bit of a theme for the call, which is like Mm -hmm. that the circumstances are less important than the Mm -hmm. actual thing underneath it, right? And so the circumstances speaking your mind aren't really the problem. The thing underneath it is the difference maker, right? Which is like, am I doing it with like reckless abandon (laughs) or am I doing it Mm -hmm. with like complete intention, right? Mm -hmm. Mm
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That's pretty fun to to kind of been have been able to notice and pick that out though.
1: Yeah, you know, like I can always feel like when I'm, you know, just being polite. Like for instance, there's been like multiple real estate deals where going in with Ben, like we're both 50-50 owners, and the agent will just like not talk to me whatsoever. And just like, you know, a few times I went along with it, like, okay, whatever. And then like, there was once I put my foot down and I was like, Hey, listen, bud, like, this is 50% of my money, like not, not his, like, this is so like the deal is going to make or break with my opinion. And it was just like being able to put my foot down and like stand up for myself, but you know, in like a good way, it's just, I don't know where that came from, but yeah, just being able to speak my mind in, like you said, that like intentional and like professional way, it's just. Still obviously something that I bottle up sometimes.
0: Yeah, totally. And it's cool to see how it like, well, not cool, but like in a way cool. Like it's cool to see how it shows up in different areas and it's just about being aware, right? hmm So it's like it's in the real estate deal. It's with people you know. It's only behind closed doors. It's with picking a challenge topic. Like it's all these small little ways that it plays out, right? Mm-hmm. But here's the really, 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 really cool and exciting part. (laughs) You just know how to shift this stuff now. Yeah. You know how to notice it. You know how to reprogram it. And you know how to shift it. And so in this moment, you're not going to go and resurvey everybody and ask 100 questions. In this moment, you're going to go, I'm going to reprogram this shit. I'm picking this. And I'm going to tell them what I want them to know. And it's already begun shifting just in that decision, right?
1: Yeah hundred percent.
0: And that's what's so exciting is that you just have the tools on lock now. And so it it doesn't matter the particulars of the different things that come up. You still know how to solve it now. Does that feel true? hmm It does. So exciting, right? Yeah. But yeah, so good to see. Like, I don't have to be... The, the polite one, the the best, most polite thing I can do is share the knowledge I have, right?
1: Mm, yeah.
0: And not think that there's something else I don't know or some other way I could be nicer. Yeah. You know?
1: Yeah, for sure. And
0: actually, it's really good to see that play out kind of with that situation we were talking about earlier, too. We're mm-hmm. like, I just feel like I'm just being kind and polite instead of yeah. saying like, hey, we got to we gotta end this. We can't keep going back and forth, right? Uh-huh. One thing I really loved identifying at the end of this episode was those old patterns that were coming up. So we found that kind of like, I don't know enough pattern and that, you know, I should be nice or quiet or kind pattern again, right? And what's so beautiful about seeing that is to just know that it's okay if old patterns keep coming up for you. Old patterns die hard, y'all. Like, it is normal for them to keep popping up, especially as we continue to grow and grow. Monica's in a situation where she has more clients and calls than ever, and so it's natural and normal for those old patterns to pop up sometimes. But the gift is really not being super hard on ourselves about it, but just identifying it and being able to shift it and move forward faster. So I feel like the the beauty of this was that we were able to see it so much quicker shift it so much faster and not put a lot of charge around it or you know, not have Monica in this situation where she's just making herself really wrong for it. It's almost like a funny thing like, oh, haha, ha, I did that again, let me shift. And that's how easy it can get, but you have to be persistent about continuing to notice those and shift those. And I think Monica has done such an exceptional job of that and that's why she can move through them quicker now and that's why she's getting bigger and better results now, quite honestly. So good. Oh, so proud of you. I just think you're doing wonderful. I think that you're going to continue to find these patterns and hit up against these things. But like, this is your growth point now, like the container is created, people are coming in it, you know what you're doing. And now you're going to find these like insidious little things and you're going to manage them and deal with them, right?
1: Yeah, definitely. Thanks so much. I'm so excited.
0: You're so welcome. Okay, so basically, do that follow-up, set that boundary, um, and get on the passive income one, because you know, right?
1: Yeah, I'm excited for
0: that. Does that feel like a done deal?
1: Yeah, 100%.
0: Okay, cool. All right, feel free to share that stuff with me in Basecamp and we'll go from there.
1: Sounds good, thank you. Okay,
0: bye, my dear. Okay, bye. Thank you so much for listening to Literally. I am so grateful to you for being part of our journey. I would love to hear your thoughts on the podcast, so please leave us a review. Each month, I'll be picking reviewers to give a free session of their own to as a thank you for listening. And remember, sharing is caring. If you know someone who'd benefit from this podcast on their own entrepreneurial journey, please share it with them. What I know we need more of in this world is women living lit up lives and running businesses they love and are beautifully compensated.